And welcome back to the TMJ podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. All right, let's do this thing. You've got TMJ syndrome. So, uh, hey guys, what did you guys do since the last time we were here? Uh, I hung out at Whole Foods and bought hordes of bulletproof coffee. Dude, I like, I really like bulletproof coffee. I do. Have you ever had bulletproof coffee, Tim? Uh, I have not had. Oh my coffee. god! Okay, I heard so, it, they just put like a hoard of fat in the coffee, and yeah. they just kind of like give you a bucket of lard, and they're just like, "Here you go, here's yeah. your bucket of lard." I mean, that's it's, it's basically. I, I actually it. bring my own lard from the butcher yeah. and tell them to blend mm-hmm. it for me. Yeah. So no, it's like I a really is it, it's like a smoothie of a of a big yeah, it's a coffee and, and, and like two packets of stevia. Yep, that makes sense. So yeah. it's a it's like sweet lard. Sweet. Yeah. Well. Paste. The stevia isn't, they don't do that for you. I do it myself afterwards. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it's MCT oil. It's, it's a brain force, what they use. I've seen what they use. It's like some brand that Whole Foods has. A little bit of MCT oil, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of heavy cream for me. Uh, add some butter in there. That heavy cream in there, man. Yeah. Heavy cream helps. This Blend just, it all this up. It's just MCTs. I didn't put any cream in there. But good stuff. I don't know, man. I can't get away from, ever, ever since I... Went on keto and then got off keto and then went back on keto and am no longer on keto. Uh, I don't. Anytime I make coffee at home, like it's hard for me to put anything other than like heavy cream or half and half in it. Totally, it just tastes doesn't it just delicious. it's not the same. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. Like like milk. Ugh. No milk. milk is. I haven't had milk. Too... Real. I haven't had like regular milk in probably like seven years. Not gonna not lie. Oh man, I love milk. Speaking of to add on what we were talking about last week, but I haven't had normal milk. <laughs> the one that's classified for realsies at mil- as milk. The real like milk. Years. had yeah. dairy cow milk? No. Mm-mm. So I actually, I found uh, just recently this new milk. It's called Fair Life is the brand. Mm. Uh, it's real milk made from real cows. Um, <laughs> but not it's, that, not that fake milk. It's not the fake milk, but it, I, made so goats. it has uh, half as much sugar as normal milk okay uh has half the amount of uh i believe fat as normal milk it's like you still get it in whole two percent yeah or skim or whatever but half the sugar uh and double the protein that regular milk has and it's lactose free wonder how they make it i don't know stuff they're like we're gonna put whey in this yeah stuff way in here that's my question so like you know which which one is the weird one are they doing something strange to our milk or are they doing something strange to the weird milk that you're talking I don't know. I mean, it tastes like normal milk. I had it with cereal, and it doesn't taste like almond garbage. But okay, I love almond garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good name for it. Almond garbage. Almond garbage. I mean, I like almonds. I don't like. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. eh. anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, didn't you have some nerd news to talk about? Uh, or did you want to yeah. wait for that? Or do you want? I mean, I have some nerd news, but I think I can. We can ease into that a little. You bit. Want, okay. Talk about where I, where where what I did, and we'll talk about movie. Yeah. In general, recent movie that I saw. Have you guys have you guys heard of this? Have you seen about seen this called A Quiet Place? No. Uh, I've heard about this movie. Okay. So um, this movie was recommended to me as I've heard the things. scariest movie that. Uh, and you know, I was like, oh scary movie that's terrifying like because there i've seen a lot of scary movies uh and in general like 
Are we spoiling Scary things, movies? by the way? Yeah, we're totally spoiling okay, things. Okay, cool. <laughs> this entire podcast is a spoiler. I, don't, I for personally life. don't care because I think modern horror sucks. But every every single won't watch it because I don't watch horror films. Yeah. At every point in this podcast, I will be generally spoiling things. So okay. just spoil alert for life. Good. Um, Fair. So this Quiet Place movie, scariest movie they've ever seen. Okay. So you know when I think of Really scary movies. Seen seen some of, like these really psychological horror films, like Insidious. You know, just stuff where they build that suspense, right? And then they, and then after building the suspense, then it's like you get a little bit of jump scares. But so this movie kind of starts out, and you know what? You know what they did? Like in the first five minutes of the movie, they showed you the monster. Is this a CGI monster? It's mm. definitely a CGI. I monster. hate that. It's. But within the first like five minutes of the movie, like you know what the scary thing is, so the whole rest of the movie is just kind of not scary. I actually felt the same way when I watched the movie It, the newer one. Like see the see the scary clown in the gutter. Will alert the clown in It. Yeah, but like the re- I, the only type of horror I even gravitate to nowadays is psychological horror because even if the CGI monster is well done, or if they wait to show it to you, I I know it's fake. Like, even yeah. if it's a rubber monster, if you like from the older stuff, like Freddy used to be to me used to be like one of the scariest things on the planet, because um, you die in your sleep. It's fucking scary. Um, that's very. Or you get funny. like, isn't that the one where they get like absorbed into the bed too? Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. I'll give you a good example of where they fail at this. Uh, the movie Signs by M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. That movie, to me, was scary up until the point where they reveal yeah. the CGI alien. And even worse, when the CGI alien is in the living room and they throw water at it. Like, <laughs> He's like, ah! Yeah. Okay. Dude. So what we're saying is that we need to make a horror film uh, where you don't reveal the monster until like maybe, maybe the last five minutes uh, and the monster is a rubber chicken. Well, I, yeah. I and- honestly think that you can't fix that. And I think that's why a lot of, of horror fans watch the campy stuff that's on Netflix. Like it's just something that I, I don't think I personally, if it's CGI, I, it's not horror to me. Like, yeah, I think the, the key to it for me is the suspense that you build throughout the movie, because the moment that you reveal the thing that's scary, it is immediately slightly less. Sure. Like, it's like the psychological horror of just being a human in the world. That's why there's a reason why people built fires because they're scared of the dark. Cause they're scared of the unknown. So as soon as you show it, mm. it's not scary anymore. It's like one of the movies that did that the best was Jaws back in the day. Like you don't see the shark until like very way near the end of the movie. And they're just kind of alluding to it a little bit throughout. And like that movie is like terrifying for its time. But like, if they had started that movie out with like, oh, here's this freaking foam shark, like, like so people wouldn't have thought it was good. So now, in your opinion, do you have to vis- visually see the monster as the reveal, or do you just have to know what the monster is, dude? If you if you don't see the monster, that movie probably will give me nightmares. So like, what it'll do because then like, I need I need that reveal at the end so that I know that. It's and then I then I won't have nightmares in my sleep. So what about what about a horror film like The Exorcist? That's I just mean, funny. 
<laughs> like I can't take the extras seriously. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Well, like what so the fuck? Now, now pre- I'll preface with I don't watch horror films, but I've heard that The Exorcist of uh, Emily Rose. I think that's one of the, the newer, newer ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one was pretty like, okay. terrifying. See, yeah. That movie is super terrifying, and that's another good example. It has it builds up this psychological horror, but it does do the reveal at the end, even though like it's not like you can reveal the devil. Um, it's you have to like what they re- what they reveal in the end ends up being ends up being like oh this is what is actually afflicting her, and so you don't have nightmares afterwards that movie i would probably the have poltergeist that. movie scared the crap out of me as a kid with uh, the dude from coach that guy <laughs> greg t nelson mm. you ever seen those movies wait mm. poltergeist is the one with the kid and the stuff yeah oh, carolyn yeah, yeah, yeah. going to the light yeah yeah where like, where the, the creepy yep. clown flipping uh, doll comes in and knocks the kid under the bed Didn't all the all the chairs movie, are on they the table that? i don't i hope not that that movie still that. holds up i watched it like six years ago and it was still good I don't know. I, I was entertained by it. But it's, I thought it was good. I don't know. I, I don't There's think... a 2015 version of Poltergeist. Well, I'm not watching it. And they remade <laughs> because it? Because remakes yeah. are horrible. They totally remade it. Remakes are bad. Most remakes are bad. Dude, the most, most think remakes one, are bad. I can't think of one remake that I've ever liked. Yeah. Oh, most, most remakes <laughs> are bad. And like... Maybe the, the thing is, wait, like, well, isn't the Ocean's Ocean's Eleven? That's technically a remake. That's pretty good. You mean Ocean's Eight? That one. Yeah, yeah. Like the first one. Wait, I thought Ocean. I thought Ocean's Eight was the female cast one. Yeah. I'm so, talking about Ocean's Eleven. Isn't like that the first Ocean Eleven is a remake of, of another one, one. In like the seventies? Yeah. Oh, geez. that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I've seen both. Huh. See, the thing is, if you're gonna do a remake, you have to have. It has to be something that has fallen out of pop culture, so much that whoever, like, just like you just said, Mitch, like. I, don't know, I didn't even know that was a remake. Like that's true. that makes they sense. They remade it for a new audience versus something that's been around forever, and yeah. they're trying to remake it. Uh, uh, I'm just waiting for them to remake Beverly Hills Crop so I can riot because that's just something that does not need to be touched. Well, that doesn't need movies. to be remade because it's just a great movie all around. Yeah, it is a good like, movie. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. So, but apparently they're making a Beverly Hills Cop four. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to be like. Like a J.J. Abrams soft reboot movie. Like it still has the four on it, but it's like, here's the new Axel Foley from another dimension. (laughs) Detroit's not real. J.J. Abrams is a good guy. He makes a lot of, he, dude, the Star Trek movie that, the first one they rebooted that, that was pretty good. He rebooted Star Wars. I actually didn't like it. Uh, I I didn't like the Star Trek reboots. Yeah. I mean, as in like, uh, I like Star Trek to be boring, believe it or not. Like, yeah. I don't need it to be Star Wars. I don't need to be action packed. I need some people on a bridge talking and pretending they're shooting phasers and having like a crappy freaking and a big cube. That's the kind of Star Trek I like. I do. I like it to be dry. You like the next generation. Well, and the old school With Star Trek, the old God. school chart chart because of the, the limitations of the technology, they couldn't, you know, I don't know. I just don't like the big bang boom. Especially the last one they did with the the Beastie Boys song. Oh, oh Star that Trek was terrible. Beyond. That was bad. Horrible. See, we don't, we don't talk about that one. Those Star the Star Trek reboots. Like I'm, I'm more talking about just the the first one that he did. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I get what you're saying. It was, it was pretty like, well it was received good for a reboot. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't like. I don't it. know. I'm, I feel that I'm easier to please with movies, and you maybe are. maybe it's because I don't hold all these I don't, different movies. Okay, in, like, let me let me explain it uh, as negative as I can come off. I don't hate the movie. 
Like if someone was like, let's watch Star Trek, I'd be like, okay, I'll watch Star Trek. <laughs> but I don't think it's I don't I don't like what it did to Star Trek. It doesn't feel like Star Trek to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like something else. It, it's almost like you could change a couple characters around, especially with the second movie where they like flip flop what happened in the old movies. Yeah, like I was yeah. like, okay, that was a little whatever. Yeah, it well, kind of got a little stale. Yeah. So okay, so that that kind of like brings up an interesting point, right? With all the with the remakes, like there's a lot of things that are being remade, but not a whole lot of continuations, right? Mm-hmm. So Star Trek, when it came out, it came out with William Shatner, and they had you know James Kirk, and he was the captain and everything like that, and then they came out with Next Generation, and yeah. that was a different storyline. Right. But it was a continuation, it was a continuation in the timeline. And then Technically you, a continuation. Yeah. Right. But yeah. yeah. Totally different people. Exactly. And the same thing with like Voyager and yeah. Discovery. Yeah. Um and so Wait, isn't Discovery its own timeline though? No. I heard it was. No. No. It, no? Isn't Discovery set in like the next generation timeline? Yes. Mm, okay. I didn't know that. They Sorry. there are there's some weird jumps in there that they do at the end. Uh, but it's like set in the next generation timeline at the beginning. Mm. Um so like you have all the, the the I think the problem that we're getting to right is the lack of maybe it's the lack of creativity or the lack of ingenuity when we're going through and making these movies that people are starting to make reboots and remakes of movies that don't necessarily need to be remade and instead of continuing it on yeah like why when you go through and you make the next Star Trek movie why does it need to be a reboot of you know what I don't, I don't get yeah. about the reboot like philosophy too. Um, I you know how hardcore fans gonna be, right? Like yeah. if you get new fans to your series, and then you have this big backlog of stuff that's within that timeline. Don't you think they're gonna go out and spend money and and watch it? Like you're gonna get double the money. Yeah, you're gonna get the money from the new thing, and then you get money from the old thing. Like Final Fantasy, for example. I know. My nephew just paid 15 and then he wanted to go back and play the other one. So he went back and he spent, you know, the PS1 classics. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. My, even though Final Fantasy is its own storyline every time, but you could also argue that they're just thousands of years in the future. You never, they, people have been trying to piece that together for a long time, but it's not. But, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, no. why make it, why just redo it with the same ass characters from, you know, I don't get it. I don't just, get it either. I think it's because they want a sure thing. That's what they mm-hmm. want. They they they, they don't they don't want to invest in making new characters or a new timeline or whatever for whatever reboot it is, and because they they want to make money. It's a good point because it's a little bit short sighted when you take and you destroy everything that happened previous because yeah. you're like, oh, I need to I need to make I need to make new things mm-hmm. when like it doesn't allow those people to rediscover all that yeah all that cool stuff that's been happening. well. That's why Star Wars was a a sort of soft reboot. Like it was new, yeah. but not new. Yeah, Star Wars is a weird one, right? Because yeah. it it has the feel of a reboot, but it has the yeah. the story of a continuation, and doesn't do either of them well. Wait, 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 hold on, guys. Star Wars, Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. Talking about wait, yeah. We just trans- we just might, transitioned to on, Star Wars. Hold on, we might. Now, some people out there might not know what Star Wars. No, come on. So we need to make sure that we're explaining the topics that we're talking about. So, you know, just for anybody who doesn't know what Star Wars is, Star Wars, I mean, you know, Wikipedia here, Star Wars is an American epic space opera media franchise centered on a film series created by George Lucas. It depicts the adventures of characters a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. 
The franchise began in 1977. Are you reading a Wikipedia screen? Yeah, I'm reading Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Later subtitled Episode 4, A New Hope in 1981, which became a world pop culture phenomena. Phenomena? Phenomena? Like M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. All right. Okay. So it was, you know, it's a movie that's pretty popular. You should probably see it. Um, They're going to be coming out with Episode 9, guys. I'm not going to go see it. They've <laughs> they've been trying to butcher Star Wars for a while. And now they're going to be coming out with episode nine. And you know what they just announced? That, yeah, I don't know. Surprise me, Tim. They they're just announced that Leia is going to return in the movie. As CGI? CGI Leia from okay. flipping Rogue One? Nope, it's not. Apparently, they have some found footage or extra footage from Star Wars Force Awakens that they're going to use in this new film. And they're like, oh, we, we filmed her, so we're going to somehow get into the movie. No, they did that, that Tupac black magic where they keep finding like stuff that he did. He cast the spell, <laughs> and all of a sudden, now we have new footage from Carrie Fisher to put in the movie. Dude, th- okay, so let's say that, d- that did happen. The idea or the meme is that these this trilogy wasn't pre-planned very well because what J.J. Abrams like set up was just thrown out the door by Ryan Johnson. Yep. So that means the footage comes from when Ryan Johnson was filming because she died during that, right? No, it comes from when it comes from when J.J. Abrams was from, from the, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be flipping strange. Right? Apparently, there's some. Someone was saying there was some scene where in The Force Awakens, she's supposed to be like leading with the Republic Senate or whatever, asking them asking them for help. And so they're just going to like take out the characters that were in there and just make it so she's talking to somebody different. So she's going to have like a bit cameo? Yeah, totally. I hope a bomb goes mm-hmm. through the Senate afterwards. That way we can just send her off on a nice... Like, and then she can Superman out of the flipping Senate again. Like, oh, Superman away. I mean, it wouldn't look much different than what she looked like in episode eight. That's true. She'd just be Superman, Superman Leia, and she just goes well, away. Well, I heard that, I the heard they're going to bring Lando in too, and that just means he's going to die yep. as well. Like, they got to kill everybody off an old, except yeah. for Leia, apparently. They have to wipe. Everyone's going to die. Yep. And kill the droids too while you're at it, because BB-8's the new thing. Just kill <laughs> R2D2. The, pro- the problem is they brought in they brought in all the old characters, right? And killed them. They <laughs> they well, kind of like all of them. Spoiler. Not not all of them, but some of them are dead, right? <laughs> one in particular, but two actually. Like, well, wait, which ones? Han Solo Han and Luke and... Skywalker. Dead. Oh well, yeah. I guess I guess he's technically. Uh, Dead. You think he'll Although, be he'll, he'll be Force Ghost? I think he's going to be Force in Ghost. The cast, yeah. In the casting, they said Mark Hamill is going to be in the. He's yeah, in, in sh- episode he's nine. Force Ghost. He's going to show oh. up and he's going to drink blue he's milk and as, an, as a Force Ghost. Yeah, he, you can't call it milk anymore. Yeah. It's, oh, it's blue. It's, it's not from a cow. It's blue, right? Sorry, definitely it's, not from a cow. It's blue uh, goo. something blue like, goo. There we go. Mark Hamill is going to be going to show up and be like, "Whoa, kill the Jedi!" I don't know, man. Do something like. Okay, so I can understand. I could understand if they wanted to bring Mark Hamill back in the story, right? If they yeah. want to make seven, eight, nine and have Mark Hamill in it mm-hmm. and maybe as only a force ghost, Mark Hamill, no, right? You, you know what they're going to do? But, no, no, JJ is going to bring in the equivalent of dragon balls to the star Wars universe. And they're going to wish him back. Perfect. It's going to happen. Let's do it. No, no, go do on that. your point. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just it, like, they, they brought, they brought all these people back for the feel of nostalgia, right? It's like, oh my god, it's Luke and Han and Chewie and 
fucking shit. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I was. The how yeah. I was when I saw Seven. I was like, ah, this yeah. is great. Like, oh my god, it's my childhood. And then you like watch the movie, and you're like, I. You know, then they what? murdered it. They murdered, they murdered my childhood. They murdered everything, right? And then they made a really shitty number eight. And then they made <laughs> they made Han Solo, which were like bombed the Solo movie. Yeah, but you said it was actually pretty I actually good. liked it. Yeah, I I think that movie got a lot of uh like pushback from people seeing it because they were like just coming off of Episode Eight. Well, so whoever's running, and I'm not a I I don't know shit. But I can tell you that the movies, you can't oversaturate. If you want to oversaturate mm-hmm. Star Wars, you go to other media. Um, yeah. Most of my liking of Star Wars does not come from the movies. It comes from like the games and other media. I yeah. like the, the Shadows of the Empire comic series. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the video games, Jedi Outcast, Mites of the Republic. Uh, what was that one game on the N64? That was, also Shadows of, that was also Shadow of the okay. Empire. Was not, it Pod Racing? Pod, pod Racing. racing. Okay, you know what? I'm not, the pod I, game? I enjoyed no. the pod racing game. game. That was kind of fun. It also came out when what? I, I don't when, even know how old Here's I was. the thing, though. You guys are a little bit younger than me, but when that, when uh, episode one came out, I was like a sophomore or a freshman in high school, and it was not... I'm not of that age demographic where pod racing is cool. I was 12 when pod racing yeah, came out. So, so it was pod great. racing was yeah, absolutely it was cool. awesome. The other Star Wars game is also called Shadows of the Empire because it's a adapt an adaptation of the comic book series because you're Dash okay. Rendar in that game. Yeah. Then that was a really good game. Yeah. That was a really so good. So you can't oversaturate the movies. The movies are like magic and they're only supposed to come around every so often. So let's say Last Jedi didn't suck. It's very possible that people could get burned out by the movies already. Like I mean that's yeah. without I without the movie being bad in itself. Like I think that's what we saw with the solo yeah. movie yeah total backlash from episode eight yeah and also i think like disney or whoever over there made a, mis- a giant mistake by giving ea the only publisher to be able to make star wars games yeah um i feel like you you probably would have got a lot more interaction with a solo origin story if it had been uh even if it was like a tv miniseries right yeah like say they came out disney has their streaming platform coming they're, up they're yeah. coming up right Say they released the so, the solo uh, origin story as a as a ten episode miniseries on their streaming platform. Yeah, yeah. I would probably watch well, that. They may be going down that route because to get the goodwill back from the fans, they announced Clone Wars season seven yeah. exclusively for the the streaming platform. And now that they own Fox too, you're going to have even more incentive to want to buy that. So like you, you, now you can play with Star Wars and not and not oversaturate it. Yep. Let the movies be the magical trilogy of the Skywalkers, and then I. Don't necessarily think it's a bad idea to have a separate set of movies that are away from the Skywalkers, but don't give it to fucking Ryan Johnson. Give it to somebody else. That guy's an idiot. Like, yeah. Give well, it, I don't know. There's so much more that you can do with with the series and the world than than just staying with the you know one particular story. Like you and you yeah. see a lot of that with. Um, like the the Clone Wars is a great example mm-hmm. of that. Like, yes, the main characters in the Clone Wars are uh, Anakin, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka, right? Yeah. But you also have a lot of other world building with like the Mandalorians and you have well, all that's, the other races. That's why and, Star like, Wars Rebels to me was shitty. Yeah. Like it they tried to they tried to get away from that concept and bring it in, so they wanted to put it more towards this this small crew of people on a ship. And honestly, the characters weren't interesting enough to push it through. Like, yeah. only time I really wanted to watch it is when the the Clone Wars characters came in. Like when Rex came in and Ashoka came in, 
And uh, then after that, I would stop watching because it would be some stupid episode. Like, well, Ezra's got problems. See, he's got to be a Jedi. Like, oh, okay. See, it's it's really like just a, some of my favorite Star Wars media was really like the books that were created out of the outside of yep. like all the we don't expanded universe. We don't stuff. talk about the books anymore. I know well, they, they're called legends now. Yeah, they're Star Wars. They're but, in the vault. Yeah. Right? So all the expanded universe stuff, like there was there's so many cool stories that were in there and stuff like that. and like some of my, my favorite series is the X Wings Michael Stackpole. Is, yeah. Like he really because when I originally saw Star Wars, my favorite my favorite thing in it was uh was all the space battles, like oh X Wing Jets in space, this is great. Yeah. And those books like expanded on that and really Followed through on the uh, on just the concept of like who are these other people like because mm-hmm. you know in the very first in the very first movie you see this epic battle and you don't see like where all these people came from what's their backstories all that kind of stuff well so there's a lot of content there that has nothing to do with Luke Leia on and yeah well Chewie. the Aww. the Dave Filoni <laughs> sect of Lucasfilm likes to pick and pull from pick and choose from the legends so like they brought Admiral Thrawn back in Star Wars Rebels he didn't do nearly as cool shit they did in the books but they that's just sad yeah they're they they pick and choose who they're gonna bring back in and they, they don't do that in the mo- the mainline movies like that's all dave filoni stuff like for the, the 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 sideline series stuff like that or the other books that they have coming out which are not very good in my opinion like they're they're okay they're not they're not great i don't know i think i think some of the best uh the best stories and the best like content that comes out of Star Wars has, I mean, there's always you know the hero and whatnot that that gets played and portrayed, and and f- the story always follows the hero. But I think a lot of what makes the what the movies and the stories great is the creation of a really good villain. Yeah, they, they um, haven't had that. And they haven't had that in these no. movies. The, um, the villains in the move in the new trilogy are cartoon characters. Yeah, they're they're stupid. They're not threatening. No, I think it's that Jeremy Johns. You guys, do you ever guys watch him? He's a uh, movie reviewer on YouTube. He has a really good video about how the villains in the new trilogy are just clown shoes, basically. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> they, they, you know, they're not. Are you flipping intimidated by Kylo Ren? No, like you were Darth well, Vader. And they had, and they had, uh, what was it, Snoke or whatever. <laughs> Snirky. Like snirk, snirky snirk, right? Snirky. Like they had him as like this huge, powerful Sith, whatever Lord person, and, and like, they <gasps> and they just killed him. He's like he, immediately. incompetent as hell, yeah. right? Like what a dumb villain. Like it, I don't know. Yeah, it's nothing I com- would like, compared to. Do you like, remember hey, the only competent villain or anybody die. competent in the First Order was that that guy, the old guy that died in like the first twenty minutes of the Last Jedi. Like Hux was going crazy, having like a manic episode, and the, the one dude is like, "We gotta calm down. We're gonna do this," and this and his ship gets blown up. Yeah, <laughs> I I think if they want to, here's my take. Here's how you save Star Wars. Okay, okay. Here's how Mitch, we save Mitch Star is going to give his way to save Star Wars. You take some of some of the old stories, right? Some of the old uh, publications or uh, adaptations of the expanded universe, the things that aren't canon anymore, right? Yeah. And so maybe, maybe if we've already said it's not canon, you don't have to use it verbatim. Yeah. But I would like, I would really like to see, and I think a lot of people would as well, a really good villain story. I would like to see how Darth Sidious became who he was. 
how he came into power, right? I would like to go even further back and like let's learn about uh like the how the rule of two got started. The Darth Bane books. The Darth Bane books were mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Those were really, really good. Drew Carption wrote those. You could yeah. even go like instead of going uh like where the time frame is now like let's go three thousand years back. Let's go to the back old to Republic. Republic. Yeah, like yeah. let's let's have like Revan, the story of Revan. Let's have a story of the an entire Jedi temple full of people and a Sith temple full of people. Like let's have more introduction into the world and into lore of how people use the Force, how people how there's different ways to use the Force, how uh, there's different. Like the lightsaber, right? The lightsaber is created, and it's and the way that the uh, that the hilt is made, and the way that it's shaped, and the way that you hold it, and the way that you fight with it is different depending on how you use the force. And none of that is explained. None of that no. is. It's all been ripped out of the world. Uh, and I think that a, that is going to give you more. And it doesn't have to be a movie. Um, like you could have some of it be movies, but like, could you imagine a a, a TV show, even if it's yeah. a cartoon? right uh that goes back in time and has like this huge drawn out story about mm-hmm. like the entire world that would be if done right i think that would bring a lot of audience back well to see um like you say star wars uh you can send payments to mitch at tmj <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't know um star wars is getting in a really bad spot right now both on the the main screen media and extra media like they need to yank ea's license away from making star wars games they just do above anything else that was the big they stupid they Mm -hmm. should not have shut down no like the because that game studio made some of the like they made it made games that weren't related to star wars that are also like really good games you know yep um like some like my favorite Star Wars game ever, ever was all the X Wing series games. Mine were mine are the Jedi Outcast games, Tie Fighter, all LucasArts stuff. Yeah, and the Dark Forces series, which they all tie mm-hmm. in together. That's why I don't like Rogue One as much as everybody else is because Rogue One is just a rehash of Dark Forces, like the plot line, getting the Jedi plans and stuff like that, and it's not nearly as good. Find the yeah, no, EA is a cancer. They should have not done that. Like. EA's cancer. You heard well, it here first. The, what, what have they made? They've made two games, both yeah. Battlefront games. They're all they're both multiplayer based, except the second one has a single player game. And they're uh, both remakes. Yeah. And the the originals are way better. Yeah. Fact, I think there's still a huge community that plays uh Battlefront 2, the, the first originals, the first yeah. Battlefront 2. Because the problem with doing something like licensing licensing Star Wars to EA is now EA has EA's licensing it, licensing it for lot of freaking money so they have mm-hmm. to go with the sure thing you know yeah. they can't just they can't just pick and they can't just like make a new weird side story and you know well, the they game kind of does well but not very well like they have to make a lot of money they were but they canceled the project it was yeah. uh, visceral studios i think was doing it and amy henning who was a really good writer was helming it and that got scrapped and she's no longer at the company i actually heard that the one player uh campaign in battlefront 2 was pretty good Outside of that, it was only like three or four hours of content. <laughs> yeah, it was really short. Content. Yeah, apparently it was out. really short. Um, but no, stupid EA, they stuck. Hate them. Yeah. <laughs> let let someone else make some games, but make some good games too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like to make EA likes to make games like that. They're like 
single player, super short, and then yeah, kind of like a focus on a lot of things in gaming where they all these multiplayer games they think they can just like skimp on the single player experience and then not ever and and you know like the the Call of Duty games are like a really back in the day in any Call of Duty like oh you have oh they have like three hours and then they have like two hours and like there's like like okay yeah we're just not gonna do single player anymore uh, screw it so I want I don't know anything about I've literally only played one Call of Duty game and that's Call of Duty four for like thirty minutes yeah They're just not my type of game I mean the multiplayer experience on those is pretty fun but the thing is just because your game your game's best thing is the multiplayer doesn't mean that the other parts of the game is what brings people into it you know? sure I think just like the whole experience is what is is what is bringing people into the gameplay so just being like oh there's this game where you're not bought into it all and just go 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 into the internet and start playing with 12 year olds and get well, shot in the head well so I wonder I, if like it makes me wonder if the way that people or that these companies are like trying to bring people into the game is making a game that is uh, enjoyable or trying to be enjoyable to watch on like say Twitch, right? You have maybe like, and, and battlefield is especially not a good Especially one. if they're shooting yeah, for right? esports, right? right? So like, you have the esports, you have all these, um, not even just esports, right? Like Fortnite's blown up and Fortnite's blown up because you have people like Ninja that mm -hmm. stream it on Twitch. And so, and then you, people well, that, that are watching it are like, oh man, I want to play that game. Like, that looks so cool. And if, if Battlefield 2 had like a really good multiplayer and people were streaming it on Twitch, that could probably get a lot of people to actually go through and buy it because then they're like, man, I want to play that game. Yeah. I definitely want to play that game. That's definitely a good point. Like, if people are, if, if it has that kind of experience where you can just play, where you can just stream it. Uh, play the multiplayer because like single player sometimes is not super exciting to stream unless uh, no. it's like unless 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 it's a really well made uh, single player either a really well made single player game or uh, if the person streaming it makes it enjoyable but then at that point you're watching it for the person I prefer not the... watching single player stuff on YouTube because it usually be a more let's play format and you have more of jokes and the personality of the person presenting it I don't I don't I guess like uh, I I guess I used to watch a lot of Dark Souls streaming, but that's still a semi multiplayer game. And usually the people were doing duels and stuff mm -hmm. with other players. But I prefer to see a single player experience like on on demand on YouTube with a little personality yeah. kicked in. So it's kind of funny, like you have these you have these people like there's such there's a smaller barrier to entry now for people to stream games than there used to be. Like you know, like back in the day before Twitch was before Twitch was around, you're you're having to like, especially when hardware wasn't as good, internet bandwidth wasn't as good. You just have like, uh, you had to have like a pretty fair amount of money to actually start streaming or doing anything like that. Now yeah, you yeah. have like little <laughs> just random people trying to stream stream on Twitch and they're like, oh yeah, they've been wow, they have thousands of hours and be five views. Kind of sad, actually. Yeah, like. And I, I think you really got to do your social media game too. Yeah. You got to really bring the audience in from something else. I think I don't, I don't really know how well Twitch pushes up new people on their algorithm. I don't. Well, and every time I look at Twitch and I look at um, like streamers that are going through, you can click on like World of Warcraft, for example. Yeah. You click on the World of Warcraft stream, and you have 
the few top people mm-hmm. like Asmongold and and Tauli or whatnot, and they they're at the top. Tauli still doing stuff. Tauli still Jesus streams, Christ, yeah. he's uh, a, he loves MMOs, man. Oh yeah, I can't. I would. I would. I can't do that. I like MMOs too, but I can't just play MMOs. Yeah. I'd lose my mind. But go on. <laughs> um, but well, no. And then like, and then if you start scrolling down, right, you you get to a point where all of a sudden you're scrolling through, you know, a hundred streams that yeah. have zero to one viewers yeah and that one viewer is probably themselves because they have it up on the dashboard and it it, it does have to speak with the algorithm it has to and it's like it isn't like anything else too like how do you differentiate yourself when you just see a thumbnail on there yeah there's no you know it's just a title so you have to come up with a crazy title mm-hmm. but you don't have a description and it's live so you can't you know people can't find it later unless it's yeah. it's on video on demand so you really do have to build up a secondary audience outside of the twitch platform to be anywhere yep. good well, and then now, now I think it's they're making it harder, at least on the YouTube side, right? Because it used to be you could go through and you could, maybe you don't have the following on Twitch yet, but mm-hmm. you save the VODs and you publish them to YouTube, and then yeah. you use YouTube's algorithm, blah blah, to get views. That then pushes back to Twitch. Yeah. But now with YouTube Gaming, YouTube wants all traffic to stay on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. they're dis- it's a discourage to go through and well. Uh, promote back to Twitch. It might it, it might even be better to stay on YouTube depending on how big your following is because of of super chats. Uh, super chats are basically just uh, their version of tipping, and it shows up. Someone pays for a super chat and they ask a question. It shows up and you can see it, and you get twenty one bucks or whatever they give you. Like, who knows? It just really depends. Like, damn. Yeah, it depends on what you're going for. I would like. I would like some. To give us twenty one dollars, like and subscribe. I mean, if we ever get a chance to <laughs> get button. to do a, it? an Where'd actual it live show, would it be right here. Would it be right here? We do a live it's show on that side. Yeah. Right, it's, it's right here, guys. It's in, it's in, it's in the pants right there. Button. What are you, what are you doing? Like that's where the subscribe button. button. Oh, yeah, it's yep. in your, it's in your crotch. Wait, is it subscribe buttons over here and the like buttons over here? And no, don't you gotta hit the bell side. too. They're both on this side. No, yeah, you gotta hit the bell too. Is the bell over here? The bell is right next to subscribe. Yeah, after you subscribe, the bell. I think. Is the like and subscribe button in Jason's pants? Maybe. I mean, it hit is the, bulgy. Hit the button. But, um, but, but no, no, no. <laughs> but it's, it's really dumb because like the subscribe used to be the feature that you would hit because you'd want to get notifications. But if you want to get notifications, mm-hmm. you, you have to hit the bell. So what's the point of the subscription button? It's really dumb. It yeah. really helps me out, guys. It really helps me out if you hit the <laughs> bell. Because so, you want people to be notified when your videos are yeah. up, right? Yep. Like. But even then, I have people who I do have the bell hit, and I don't get notified sometimes. Like almost, it's almost like hit or miss. Well, you know, if you you end up having like you have like ten, twenty people like subscribe to, and they all post on the same day, like you're gonna get drowned out. Probably, someone's gonna get drowned out. Algorithm's gonna make a suggestion. I think. Well, a lot of them now. I'm getting uh, notifications on my phone for YouTube people that I watch often that I don't have the bell clicked. I don't click on any of the bells. I just. I just go to YouTube it just and does I start watching, <laughs> and it just starts sending me notifications like, "Oh, you watch this person's video five times. Yep. Like, you here watch another one." Yeah, well, it's good. that's part of the thing they don't want you to leave the site, so they yeah. want to keep sending you content. So, yeah. yeah, totally, I get it. Maybe, but is the yeah. but does the algorithm know what it's doing? I don't know. I don't know. Like these these people, you got this. You you end up having a bunch of people who are just like wolves howling into the night, mm-hmm. just to no one, right? Like. There's an article recently where they're just just people are literally spending years streaming to nobody. Yeah, and 
Yeah, I read that kind article. It is sad, but at the same time, I'm often wondering, like, what are they just sitting there streaming and hoping that Twitch promotes them, or are they doing other things? You know, to yeah. bring up to to get mm-hmm. to an audience, like, or like, is there an is there an end goal there? Is it like, yeah. hey, like, are you joining a community? Like, are you yeah. going to Reddit and you are you you know, there's like a, you know, there's streaming channels you can promote yourself that way, or Twitter, da 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 da, like. You can't just. I don't think it's wise unless you already have a following from somewhere else to just rely on Twitch to, or whatever platform you're doing to do the job yeah. for you because right. it's not. It won't. You'll be drowned you're, out. You're, by... com- you're competing with so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that that works is if you're playing a very obscure game mm-hmm. uh, or maybe a very old game that yeah. only has a couple streamers. Right. Then you can get noticed. Yeah. But any. Any mainstream game that you, if you were to pick up a thing and start streaming today, yeah, you're you're gonna get drowned. Well, I mean, there's always, and also these people probably don't know how to game the system either. And I'm not saying you should game the system, but what's happening is some on YouTube, for example, there are these people who uh, there's this kid named Best Trends. He's literally a kid. He's like 16 years old or something like that. Maybe yeah. not, but he takes other people's Fortnite footage and just com- does really basic commentary over him. Even if he makes like a mistake. Like he's got a script laid out, and he messes up a word. He'll literally instead of editing it out, he'll just he'll go and then this thing and then this thing and then this thing happened. He'll leave it in the video, but he gets massive amounts of views because that's popular. So he's he's gaming the system, and putting like tons of mid roll ads in there. That's hilarious. I, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because like if you create because a, it's trending, but if you mm-hmm. create like a niche, you can find you can find something right. Like have you guys seen Grandpa Gaming? Oh my god, I love Grandpa Gaming. Like Grandpa Gaming is like this old guy who he was the last time I saw he's playing No Man's Sky. He's just yeah. walking around No Man's Sky and you know, whatever your opinion is on that game. But No Man's Sky has got a really decent update, actually. That's right. I was thinking about picking Apparently it up. Apparently it's gotten better, so hmm. since Star Citizen will never come out. Oh ever. Can't talk about Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Grandpa Gaming. But dude, Grandpa Grandpa Gaming is hilarious. He's just embracing the fact that he's an old guy playing video games. Him like watching him, and he's like having trouble with having trouble with some like piece of tech, and he's like, "Oh, how do I do this?" And yeah. he's streaming on Twitch, and he's streaming for hours on Twitch. He has so many like vods on there; it's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely have to make yourself stand out in some kind of way. Like if you're just a dude in your room and you've got a blank wall, and you're just not doing anything, like people aren't gonna watch. Yeah. Uh-oh. Wait, like in the fourth <laughs> wall. On. Uh oh, we need a wall. We have a, we need we need to put something up on this wall. <laughs> Next episode, we need to get a we need to get a poster. But in order for us to do that, you guys have to <laughs> over there. Yeah, <laughs> or subscribe on iTunes and or Google Play. Yeah, for the people who things. don't listen on YouTube. But it's sort of interesting, right? So, like creating that niche, like the. The classic one, obviously, is like Facebook and Twitter and all that. But even like social media platforms have really, like, what you call a social media platform, really like changed. Changed. Mm-hmm. Like things like Discord. I would call Discord a social media platform for totally. Sure. But it's a closed it, social media. It's a closed system. Yeah, it's a its closed system way. to only. But I mean, there's Discord in... servers that have like hundreds, thousands of people in them. Yeah. And but. The difference is you can make money off it too. Yeah, if you're one of their uh, preferred or whatever your servers, your special, super awesome servers. Yeah, it's the thing is like I think things like Discord, where it's really it's really narrowing down the focus, is I think more what a lot of people 
are kind of have always wanted social media to be is like I I want a way to talk to my friends and show them my stuff and and mm-hmm. like talk about these interests that I have. Uh, whereas like Facebook has kind of turned into like just a just a scattergun of ideas and memes being thrown at you constantly oh, God, along with old. the ads. They're old <laughs> memes. It's like Facebook's my Facebook feed is what Reddit was two days ago. <laughs> Not old. even that too. And then Twitter is just screaming out of the yeah. ether, basically. Yep. Like hoping to see what happens, yep. good or bad, depending on who you reach or whatever you say. Yeah. But um, Discord you like with Discord you great you have a lot of uh different communities of that get spun up. Um like day nine day nights is a great example right where uh they just had the the day night festival um what last weekend or the explain, weekend before? explain that to me what is so that? it's uh an entire weekend of events um where they go through and, and the community plays games with each other mm. um and I don't, I don't know if day nine i didn't watch any of it but he but did commented on it or on saturday he did a whole day where he was streaming uh subscriber gameplay uh, and he oh. was he was basically like he had Heroes of the Storm and he was inviting people inviting people to come and play Heroes of the Storm and then he was playing PUBG yep. and had like a bunch of people join a custom PUBG map and he was he was then uh, viewing both of them and commentating on it and then he was playing Dota two and he was actually playing sometimes too so that was that was really yeah. fun and then the next day is kind of like he set up an online kind of fair thing mm-hmm. like big community event. And that's kind of a really cool thing that you can that you can do with Discord. It, yeah. So like everyone has this common interest, so they're are they're able to be like, oh, like everyone, we're gonna do this cool thing. Like, that's like awesome. okay. Well, and then even outside the festival, right? So all these people still have in they're still in the Discord server. Yeah. So if anybody is like, oh man, I want to play some Rainbow Six Siege, and all my friends are in Hawaii because I don't know Hawaii's cool. And I'm home alone. Hawaii is cool. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go on to the day night Discord channel. And be like, hey man, anybody want to play Siege? And you'll probably get some pings back. And yeah, yeah you'll and yeah. You have people to play with, which is always better well, I than mean, randos. Discord isn't just video games too. Like there's anime channels yeah. and fandom channels for whatever the heck you're into. A lot of a lot of Reddit subreddits. Yeah, it's more. It. It's yeah, it's more like a, a, a it's more like Reddit, but was able to with voice chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you subscribe to, you know. But that's that seems to be the way, and I think I think of all the social media platforms, uh, Facebook adapted to that with Instagram, yeah. in their own way, because Instagram is very niche based. Oh yeah, depending on who you follow. Whereas what has Twitter got? Nothing. Um, and I I don't think they're gonna. I think Twitter will be like one of the first social media pe- uh, like platforms to go to the wayside. Yeah. Well, Twitter is just a bunch of people throwing spaghetti at a wall. Yeah, I yeah, I, like, I do. I don't. I I don't. I could see Twitter not being around in ten years. Hard. Yeah, thrown just spaghetti everywhere. And if yeah, you don't think if it's just at the wall, if you're listening to this ten years later and they're still around, I don't care. Like I don't know. Then he's yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> See, the thing is, like the social media, <laughs> I feel like a lot of companies have been like, okay, like here's how we make our product successful. We make it social because people mm-hmm. just want to talk to each other and they want to show everything that they're doing to each other. I don't. So that model doesn't necessarily work everywhere. Remember, you were telling me, Mitch, the other day, you were having a, you were you were trying to trying to pay someone some money, and you're trying to use Venmo. Yeah. So, uh, I was I was sending a friend money, right? And he's like, "Oh, do you have 
do you have Venmo? And I'm like, well, no, I, I have Cash App. Like, well, okay, let me just download Venmo real quick, right? So I yeah. download Venmo on my phone. I make an account. I open it up. And as soon as I open it up, I see these notifications from some people that I know and some people that I don't saying like, oh, so-and-so sent money to this person. And here's the message that they wrote. And I'm like, what? Why would it even show you that? Is it supposed to be a private transaction? So it doesn't show me how much they sent. Okay. But digging into the settings, I found that by default, uh, your privacy settings in Venmo are open. So anytime you send money to anybody, uh, it doesn't show you exactly how much you sent, but it shows who you sent it to and the message that you typed. Uh, Go a little bit further, and uh, I found an article that was published by um by this uh security researcher and she found uh that venmo has an op- open api uh and for the that you can pull stats an, from uninitiated api is a application program interface or something i don't know what it stands for but it allows you to get information from things uh over the internet right and so they found that it has an open api you should look up the definition of that because i probably just butchered it and don't worry about it what's an api what's an api (laughs) but api is a thing that you ask computer for information from yeah so you can hit this oh application programming interface that was right damn uh so you could go to it right and you say i want to see all transactions and uh it showed her all the transactions that were sent over Venmo for anybody that didn't have a uh, their privacy study set to private. That's insane. So you're saying I could go on there and I could look up how many how many times Mitch has sent has sent uh, payments to someone named Candace for services rendered. You could and you yeah, would find zero because as soon as I found it, I deleted the app. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that? But they that's did. crazy. So one of the things that they found out right was uh, they were going through the things and they found that one person kept receiving payments. Uh, and people in the messages would send uh, them payments with uh, a tree emoji in it. So they concluded. For weed. They concluded that <laughs> there was there was a male living in Santa Barbara, California. Yeah. That was selling marijuana and receiving payments over Venmo, and all of that was publicly available. Oh, that's no. crazy to me because isn't that the same reason that they took the Silk Road down? Yeah. For the Bitcoin thing, where yeah. people were buying weed on it, and you can just do that in Venmo. Well, like obviously you it's could, a little different. Yeah, but. you could do it with Cash App too. But I'm surprised that they they pushed that publicly, like yeah. what the messages are. They're well, just like there'll be more engagement if people can see everything that you do. So they're that trying to be they're trying to be reason. a payment platform and a social media platform. Yeah, yeah. I've never used it before, so I'm completely ignorant. On it, but that it's seems insane. really stupid. Yeah, like I don't like. Well, and then I just find it funny because every time I send money in Cash App, I always like to send a funny message. Yeah, yeah, like dick pics. Yeah. Like, like, oh, this is for hookers and blow. <laughs> yeah, or sweet dick pics. Which yeah. I'm not really sending dick pics, but it's funny. I mean, at least I don't pay you for them. That's but, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't, I mean, it, it's funny to the person that I'm sending it to, but I don't necessarily need the world knowing who I'm sending money to, how often I'm sending money, and the messages that I'm throwing out. There. I'm surprised like... they didn't get hit by the GDPR thing, or did maybe are they not in Europe? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't yeah, know. I don't know because that seems like a big breach of privacy. Yeah, right there when you're Could buying. Be. I would just I would, like. Wow. The thing is, with any of that, it's like so emojis like the, are the new code words. By the anything way, anything with like the GDPR, the privacy law in Europe is that uh, you can it. 
it's not that you can't store those things. It's just that now you now get to delete companies, it after time. No, companies mm. just have to say that they're storing things. They have to give you the ability oh, to see wonder. what they're storing, and you have to agree to the fact that you're going to have it stored. Why, so, why did all these U.S. news companies just block Europe? Like a, a couple, they of, don't want to deal with. It. They just don't yeah. want to deal with it. Okay, like because uh, some of them, if you think about it, you have you have like ten, twenty year old like infrastructures. That, that are using tape that are yeah <laughs> they're using whatever they're using like and then you're like oh like now you have to change it all and you have to the the biggest one that's a burden on companies is the fact that they have to be able to show their users what they have and some of them like especially if they had these old interfaces like that could be ridiculously man hour intensive like or ridiculously intensive to build some kind of software around that like Screw it, like lock Europe. Not to mention how much data. If you're talking about 20 years of data, that's yeah, yeah it's insane. Lot. It turns out we've got a lot. That's the answer. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of your data. Uh, yeah, if you're going to any website ever, they basically have, they basically know something about you. Is the is the result? So, that's the moral of the story. Moral, yeah. The real moral of the story is is use Square Cash Cash App. Yeah, don't use Venmo. So, or if you, you do use Venmo, make sure you hit that private hit that privacy yeah, hit button. the private hit that button. privacy button. Yeah, then also. Like what I, my personal trainer uses Venmo. I wonder if he has like a bunch of like muscle emojis, like for muscle. I mean, yeah, no. maybe. <laughs> it would be hilarious, dude. I feel like just for something like that, like why would anyone use Venmo? Because it seems like, especially if you're anyone who is, are there heavy... like at all, at all, like public? Yeah, like, that's like that's like bait for getting blackmailed, like super easy. Totally, yeah. and maybe, people don't think about these things though when they post things on the internet or do yeah. whatever, like. No. Well, and then you get traction from like, oh man, I have Venmo. Like, you should. I need to send you cash. Like, oh man, I don't have to pull out cash. I can just use Venmo. Like, okay, meh. yeah. And then they just do it, and then everyone starts doing it, and then because everyone's using Venmo, everyone continues to use Venmo, and let's change. And let's then it's hard, that. hard to switch. Yeah, but I think one of the most interesting things that I found out of all of that research that I was doing on that was that uh, they determined what. What the guy was selling based off of the emojis. Yeah, yeah, like I, like I, I I said it earlier. Emojis are like new code yeah. words. I, like, well, I I'm gonna go a step further. I think emojis are becoming the basis of language. You think so? Oh yeah. See, and I think everything's cyclical, right? Like mm -hmm. everything. You always look at history. Everyone in every history class I've ever taken, they always say like, oh, everything goes around. Like if it happened before, it'll happen again, right? Well, think about think about language. It started with hieroglyphs and like paintings on on caves right and then it slowly evolved into the written and spoken word but like now we're now we're getting all these emojis and you start typing like if i go and i send a text and i type the word fire in the text it pulls up a fire emoji and i can just click the button and it sends a fire emoji instead of the word fire <laughs> and what what with you know twitter character limitations and everything like that we're slow to get into the point where people are like throwing emojis in to replace words yeah uh I hate that classic. Pretty soon, it's just going to be all emojis. I'm just going to talk to people in emojis, and that'll be that'll be conversation. You know, it, it's as the lone single guy in this group uh, on these internet dating sites. I have have seen some ladies' profiles that were almost all emojis. Not joking. Yeah. And I at the time was just like, "What the hell is this?" But now 
you bring that up, we're like, oh my I God. better start learning to uh, read you that better, and yeah. translate. You're not going to be able to communicate. There's yeah. going to be like, I mean, that could be good. Smiley face. What if there's a language barrier, right? Let's you, one person speaks English and someone speaks Japanese. You can, you can use your emojis. You, you, use, emojis. you can use emojis. It's bridging. You know? It's a whole new bridging language. Yeah. And then when you meet in person, you're just going to be like running man, smiley face, coffee. No, you got to use sign language at that point. Like, <laughs> running coffee, fire. I don't know. I don't know and what then, that. And then, and then the girl's like cucumber emoji, eggplant emoji. What is that? Yeah, well, not, what do I make me? I would girl. be confused by that. I'd be like cucumber. <laughs> what would, like, why are you sending me a cucumber? You want a mojito? Like, I don't understand. Oh man, a mojito sounds good. Yeah, mojito. That has cucumber in it, right? Don't they put like a garnish in there of cucumber? Uh, I mean, it's got it mint. mint in it. Oh, is that man? You can tell what, I never what drink. What kind of mojito are you ordering? I never had Apparently one. Apparently, a type so. of cucumbers. I don't. It's Giant. just there's like some it's drink like I like, had once. Take a bunch of cucumbers and just. Oh, I remember it was I was I was at a bar that had some gin. specialty mojito that had cucumbers in it. It was like something local to that was bar. It, was oh. it cucumber water? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> cucumber club soda and mint and mojito. I don't fucking know. Hmm. I'm Could not be big. In, I'm not a big drinker, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Emojis. You could start a bar like that. The emoji bar? Yeah, and your drinks are all emojis. You but you have them. to pay me in Venmo. In Venmo. Mm-hmm. With so emojis. That, so that way people know how often you're at the bar. What kind of fees do you think Venmo has? You know? Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's a fee how, I don't know how Cash App makes money because as long as you just do, as long as you don't do the instant thing and you just cash it mm-hmm. back to your bank, it doesn't charge money. I wonder if they... They just make money off the instant fees? Uh, well, and I think... Pay, um, PayPal owns Cash App now. Is it? I thought Square Cash owned it. Or Square Cash. Right. No, that's right. Square. Who owns? Because PayPal, PayPal is their own Venmo? version of that. Huh? Which one does PayPal own? PayPal owns PayPal. PayPal. Well, I know. Pat-Pel. I thought they bought. Uh... Did they buy a, another processing thing? Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. PayPal owns Venmo. That's what it is. Oh. oh. PayPal owns Venmo. If I were PayPal, I'd be a little worried that people would be buying that weed on their platform. Yeah. Because yeah, PayPal likes to be that. really discriminatory about like who they process things. Like I remember before um, Steve, Steam did finally say that they'll do adult games or whatever, one of the things that were holding them back is PayPal wasn't going to process their stuff if they had adult content on there. But apparently they don't give a shit about that. But, mm. but on your own platform, you could buy adult content technically on Venmo. That's true. So, you guys are hypocrites. So, okay, so you, you just made me think of a thing, right? Okay. Steam mm-hmm. and, and, and buying games and everything like that. You have adult content in games, and it, it, it reminded me of, um, like, uh, there's a lot of games that I'm seeing now on Steam that are all uh, early release. Early uh, access? Like, early access games, okay. right? And, like... As as a progression of gaming used to go, I there's like all all these different game companies, and I guess it's more of the maybe the smaller game companies that are uh, publishing their games onto Steam and platforms, saying like, oh yeah, you know, come play our game. It's an early access game, but you still have to pay full price of the game. Um, and that's kind of like the new demo, right? Of how games are becoming demoable to the players to or, or beta like a paid for beta yeah and 
it just like reminded me like I, I remember when I was growing up I used to subscribe to uh, I think it was like PC magazine or something like that and they used to every month they would send out a demo disc and the demo disc that's actually how I got started playing World of Warcraft it was there was a two-week trial on the demo disc that I got from PC gamer or whatever magazine it was at the time um, but a lot of these people now, like nowadays that demos don't really exist anymore it, it's it's betas or it's early access the the funny thing about that too like so the demo because the purpose of that demo was to get you to like buy the game yeah right so the demo it wasn't was a like a buggy piece of garbage right no it was a completed game it yeah. was just like the first here's the first five levels of the game that you can play yeah so like i think the whole thing with early access which i think is has hurt uh, gaming in general is just the fact that people can release this game that's not completed, but it's not that it's not completed as in, oh, I've, we've only built like half of the story or we've only built half. It's like, it's not completed as in like fundamental gameplay mm -hmm. is broken. Well, that's why when you guys are playing PUBG when it first came out, I bought it because you guys are playing it, but then I played 30 minutes of it and it was a buggy piece of crap. And then I uninstalled it and refunded it. Yeah. It was a buggy oh, piece. Of, yeah. Like, PUBG. I played 120 hours of that buggy. Right? Piece of crap. Like, <laughs> PUBG is an, a great example yeah. of that because their primary, the focus, they released the game, it got super big, and then all of a sudden you have all of these people who are sitting, pounding against your platform, <laughs> trying to trying to play your game, and they're like, oh, like we want this new stuff, we want new weapons, we want new this, so... Now your development resources are going towards making new content when what it should have been is like making Fixing the game your flipping game. Yeah, making yeah. the game not a buggy piece of shit. Which yeah. is like that's like the first thing that you should done should have done. I feel like if you're gonna release a game into early access, it should be the early access part of it should be like, oh, we just don't have you know, we only have one level. There's not a lot of multiplayer uh, aspect. There's all these things. Same argument can be said for Fortnite because Fortnite was a single player game first before mm -hmm. it was Battle Royale, and some would argue that the resources now are going 100 percent to the Battle Royale and less so on the old single player game. Right. So like, it's just is it's just natural though for any game company is gonna put resources towards the things that the users are, especially doing. if it's paying your bills. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where you need to draw the line to, and, and draw a better distinction between alpha, beta, and early access, right? Like, yeah. beta is meant for beta testing. It's meant to find bugs. That That is what a beta is for. Yep. So, sure, like, all these early access games, like PUBG, if PUBG came out, instead of as an early access, it came out as a, as a beta, and... Even if they progressed it from a closed beta, so they only you only got invites to it, and they sent out a certain amount, and only those people can play, and then it turned into an open beta, so where everybody can play, whilst working on, uh, on, like bugs and and fixes and everything like that. I think they would have gotten a lot less requests for, like different guns and different weapons and different maps and different shaders. Yeah. Then they get from the people that actually spent money to buy the game. Yeah. Right. Like early access should be okay. We're done with beta. Isn't We're it? going to release, but you know what? Like, if you want to, you can buy early access. You can spend this money now and get it like a month or two before it comes out. Yeah, I think these developers are just totally abusing the fact that people are willing to spend money in early access. It's mm -hmm. just like, and you know what? It's it's kind of funny. It's like they're gonna laugh all the way to the bank, right? Because yeah. like, oh, PUBG was a broken piece of crap, but oh, they made twelve million dollars like, in the oh, first like six months. It. Like whatever, I played know. it a lot. I I. Uh, Bethesda did this too, though, with uh, when they announced Fallout seventy six because it's like their first Bethesda Game Studios multiplayer game. Everyone, when they announced the beta, everyone was excited because Bethesda games are buggy pieces of garbage. Yeah, um, they're only fun to mod. 
really. That's what I play them for, is I put mods on them. But uh, it turned out that uh, the beta is coming out a month before the game releases, and it's not really a beta. It's a demo. Yeah, it's yeah. 100% a demo. Like it, At that point, if it's a month before the game releases that you're releasing the beta, that's not enough... Yeah, it's not enough time to do a full beta <laughs> it's and like get those, feedback on what those MMOs back in the day that would do the open beta like a month before release. Yeah. Like, oh, come on in, help us. It's a stress test. And, yep. and then when the the is. game comes out, it dies because of server mm-hmm. problems. And the thing is, using using the demo as a stress test for your game makes a lot of sense because yeah. one of the things that you can't test in environment is how much stupid crap people will do on your game to like, mm-hmm. you know, break your servers and stuff. Like, you know what, like. That's a that's an example of a good reason to use a demo. Yeah. And I'm fine. Like, I'm fine with that. I hate it when they announce when they announce it as a pre-order bonus. Like that's yeah. what Fallout 76 yeah. did. Is they pre-order and get in the beta. Like oh man, get into the beta. I should have got the power armor edition. When you when you compare it to like Blizzard, right? Blizzard is coming out with the next World of Warcraft expansion next month, and they've had the beta running since the beginning of the year. They've had the game finished. It's they're doing the testing that needs to be done as yeah. they slowly increase the amount of people that are in the beta. Yeah. So that way they can test to make sure that once the 5 million people log in on August 14th, that it's going to survive and well, yeah. And then they, just, they have to probably that too, still didn't, break. Didn't, didn't oh, allow just have like a ton of problems with the stats squish update that they did. Like a ton of bugs popped up because of it. Oh yeah. There's a lot of things that are um, like super overpowered. Uh, yeah. In fact, I just saw an article yesterday. I haven't read it yet, but it was talking about, um, leveling as a lower level character right now is kind of broken. A lot of things are way overpowered, and it takes way too long to kill them. It takes a, and you're you're taking a lot of damage to where you kill one creature, and then you're having to sit in there and rest and he- eat and heal up again. Like before old you can go school, again. wow. Like old school, wow. Wow. But it, it's it's wow. Like broken wow. to the point, and they don't know how to fix it. Was was the headline? So still, they don't know how to fix it. According to the headline, I haven't read Does the article. Game yet. come out like two weeks. Uh, yeah, fourteen days. Okay. Oh boy! Oh shit! So, Blizzard bringing up their A game. Days, something like I kind of think this this magic pack is gonna be um a kind of a, a bad one. I don't know. I, I don't got good feelings about it. Yeah, it seems to be having a a rough start. But I don't know. Yeah. It, it's not necessarily the expansion that's having the rough start right now. What's having the rough start is the stat squish that they're doing. Yeah, because they they did it differently than they In did the last previously. Time? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm still playing. We'll see. I already have it. I, yeah. I pre-ordered it because you pre-ordered it, but I yeah. I don't know what I'm going to play. I don't know anything. I don't, I don't even know. My problem with World of Warcraft is no matter what happens, I'll play it for maybe a month or two, and then I'll get bored and I'll quit. Yeah. I did the Sounds same thing. Right. Like With Final Fantasy XIV online, I do the same thing, but at least that one's more story-focused, so I can get my story, and then I can quit. Here's my story, and I can quit. I don't have to raid. I don't do any of that crap. I just, as a storyline up to a point, and then rating is a bonus. There's not really a whole lot of story with that. Actually, a really good game, by the way. I heard the... Isn't there... There was just recently an expansion that came out that was supposed to be really good too, right? Stormblood? That yeah. came out two years ago, but no, oh. it's really good. So when I say recently, I mean yeah. like two years they'll ago. They'll probably work on their I next mean, one. Pretty recent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, closer <laughs> than 10 years ago. But, so. yeah. 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 Yeah, so like that that one I don't really too feel too bad about. I get what I want out of it and it's done. But then wow, I have to come back because the raids came out and there's a story mm-hmm. focus on the raids and then da, 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 like Yeah, they gotta do everything they can to bring you back. Keep yeah. that switch, keep that I don't know why I still keep playing because like some of the things that I want to resolve from Warcraft 3 habit were resolved four expansion backs ago. Like that was one of the re- main reasons why I even played WoW is I want those storylines to be resolved from Warcraft Three. Mm. Frozen Throne. Um <laughs> And they got resolved, so. Yeah. 
you're done. Want. Now you're just now you're just hooked. My interest is, is has waned over the years. Um, I don't like the grinding. I don't like the the commitment mm-hmm. that you have to be for that. Um, more power to you if you do, but not for me. I'll play it with my friends for a little bit, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah. Then we'll like the raid comes out next week, though. Oh, okay. Like, well, I don't know. I've never been to. I've never really been one to do the big raids, just because yeah. I don't. I so it's hard to. The only time I ever did was schedule that much was time. Burning Crusade. Yeah. Um, I was the very. I was unemployed, living in a crappy house in Flint, and we call it the Fight Club house. That's how crappy it was. Like it had a load of problems. People having a Fight Club at the Fight Club house. No, but you but like, do you, do you remember the house in Fight Club? How like they had the the like the flooded basement and nothing worked Whoa. and. That's why it was called the flight, the Fight Club house. Like the house from like oh, cat okay. pee, um, oh. the sink in the in the kitchen didn't work. The stove was broken. Uh, the pipes would freeze every winter, no matter what we did, uh, and we'd have to take dumps at a gas station or whatever because you couldn't couldn't take a dump. But the the pipes oh frozen. God, the Fight Club house, and so it was okay. a cheap a cheap place to stay. And that's when I raided and went burning crusade because I had no job and no money. So because I lived in a Fight Club house. You know what one of the best things about living in, in Arizona? You don't have to deal with frozen pipes. Yep. Yeah. You just have to deal with if your air conditioning goes out, you'll die. Dude, we tried everything. We would even leave like a sliver of water going, hoping the pipes wouldn't freeze. Nope. Without clot. It just freezes it right yep. up. Huh. And sucked. Every every month. Deal with different other men. Oh, I know. Weird, you're open it. Weird thing. Yeah, you're like your cars get rusted out faster because all the salt. Yeah. Yep. Like, I just can't leave your house. Like, I've seen pictures online where you open the people open the front door and there's just like a wall of of snow in front of them. Like, well, I'm not going outside today. Yeah. Yeah. That that if you live in an area like that where I'm from, you need to you need to have like a good friend with a like with a plow, or you need to know somebody that will come help get you out, depending on where you live. Like, if you live in some of the more um, rural areas, like that have long ass driveways. You definitely need to pay someone to come, like plow you out. <laughs> <laughs> plow, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's when I that's when I rated and World of Warcraft was Burning Crusade only as a Paladin tank. Yep. Well, what do you think, guys? About what? Win? I feel like we won. I think we won. So now, for everyone watching, thanks for watching or listening or listening. Yeah, you can't or, watch or like listening. That. Or uh, pushing play and then walking away. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's fine too. <laughs> or if you're on YouTube Red, you downloaded it. Oh, wait, it's not YouTube Red anymore. YouTube Premium. No, it's YouTube Premium. YouTube premium. YouTube premium. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like and subscribe if you like and want to subscribe. And also, you know, leave some comments on what you think about Star Wars, video games, all the stuff we've talked about today. Yeah, and don't forget, we're on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, so just follow us on there. That way you get your updates. Because we're... Just saying. Because it'll be neat. Not everyone's on YouTube. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye, everyone.